Young Ottawa Senators center Shane Pinto has been handed a major suspension relating to the league's gambling policy. While it's not clear what exactly his violation of the rules was, the league says there were suspicious activities on his account on a sports betting app. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10-3. Post Media's Ottawa hockey columnist Bruce Garriock joins me to discuss the nature of the allegations, why the league leveled such a large penalty, and what this says about the NHL's relationship with sports betting. Don't forget you can find us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music. I'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about the show. So, Bruce, a player with the Ottawa Senators was handed a huge suspension for activities that apparently violated the league's wagering rules. So what can you tell us about first Shane Pinto for, for people who may not know who he is as a player, and how big a suspension did he receive? Well, you know, Shane Pinto was an uns- is an unsigned center for the Ottawa Senators who, uh, you know, got a 41-game suspension for activities that were against the league's gambling rules. And essentially, I think, you know, he's a young player, 22 years old. They didn't have room under the salary cap to sign him. There's a bunch of things that go with this. But essentially, you know, I look at the Shane Pinto situation and and here's what here's what I've reported. Number one, he had a gambling app app on his phone. He was not able to use that app while he was in Canada. The belief is he may have given his password to a third party. Um, the third party was using that app. The the question nobody has the answer to is, did that third party use his app to place bets on hockey one way or another Dave something untoward happened here and uh Shane Pinto is paying a very big price so how did this suspension come about or I guess how did the these revelations about his activities come about and and why do you suppose there was such a huge penalty leveled here well, I think there was a huge penalty Dave because it's pretty clear that 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 something happened here in re- in regards to uh how that app was being used you know let's let's use the what if scenario well if that third party and I use a very big if because I don't know this was betting on hockey then that would be against the league's gambling rules and and you know technically could get a guy and could get a guy like Pinto thrown out for the year i, I think uh if you look at this situation uh, something happened here that that Pinto they they said in their news release that Pinto did not ha- bet on hockey and they know he didn't bet on hockey. Well, my understanding is, and I was one of the first to report this, is that Pinto's account was flagged by a partner of the league because of what I was told was unusual activity. What was that unusual activity? Uh, I don't know at this point. I'm trying to confirm exactly what it was, but you 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 have to think it was serious enough that the league investigated. They started this investigation in the summer, um, didn't inform the senators they were doing it. All this while the senators were trying to sign this guy, and in fact, we're close to a two-year uh, deal that would have you know paid him two point two million dollars per season. Dave, he had come to Ottawa to sign the deal. Pierre Dorian was going to make a trade to 
uh, find room under the cap to allow uh, Pinto to sign that deal. As soon as this all came out, or as soon as the senators were told that this investigation was underway and it was coming to a conclusion, Pierre Dorian was instructed by the league to rescind all offers and tell Shane Pinto he could take his qualifying offer if necessary. So, as you mentioned, the league has has gambling rules, and Shane Pinto would have been in, in really big trouble if he was betting on hockey. And they're saying that it's not believed that he bet on hockey. So, I'm I'm curious, what do the rules prohibit? Is it just just wagering on NHL games, or do players have other other pieces that they're not allowed to to dabble in? No, from everything I've read, it's it's just NHL games, like and and. You know, the, the, I, I read the rules pretty closely. You know, I first got wind of this story, I'd say, about six days ago. It would have been last Thursday or Friday, or 10 days ago, pardon me. And I started looking around. I looked at the league's gambling rules, um, trying to figure out, because I just heard that there was some stuff going on where Shane Pinto was concerned. And, you know, this isn't like a trade rumor. It's not like uh, it was something that... Before you went with it, you wanted to make sure that that you dotted all your I's and crossed your T's. Well, I it really couldn't get to that point before the league announced it. But it, from everything I've read, Dave, is this was all the 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 only rule that exists is that you cannot bet on hockey. So you know, um, I think that that when all this started, I think that. Uh, I was led to believe that Gary Bettman did want a one-year suspension for whatever happened. I think that the NHL Players Association stepped in and negotiated this. And, and let's not forget, something happened here, Dave, because Pinto accepted a 41-game suspension without the right to even even appeal it. So that says a lot to me. Yeah. What what has Pinto had to say for himself since this has come to light? Well, all, all he has done is issued the apology that the uh, that the, the the senators put out for him. He apologized to his teammates. He apologized to the organization for the mistake he made. Um, you know, I did report that uh, last Wednesday night he had dinner with his with his teammates to let them know what had happened, what what was uh, taking. What, what exactly had taken place and why he was being suspended and why the announcement was going to be made the next day. You know, he, he hasn't really said much. I, uh, my, my, he's not allowed to join the team, as far as I know, until January 11th. He won't be able to sign a contract until then. And um, after that, he's, uh, you know... I think he's going to have to work his way back to the National Hockey League. As far as I know, he's headed to UND to skate with his former college team for the for the next couple of months. Oh, okay. And, and, and my take on this, Dave, was, and you know, I've spoken to some other players about this, he better use that two months properly to get himself prepared, to get himself up to pace, and to be ready for the rigors of the National Hockey League when he does come back. Mm-hmm. Now, Pinto's a young young player, you know, last season, 35 points. That's not an insignificant contribution on an NHL team. What does this absence mean for the team itself? And what have his teammates have to say about playing without him? 
Well, I think, um, you know, they've been with Adam since the start of the season, so it's, you know, it's not anything new, really. Uh, I, do, I do look at a situation where Shane Pinto is expected or was expected to be this club's third-line center. And uh, obviously not having him hurts this team's depth, Dave. Um, I think they look at it and they say, well, we've gone this far without him. We'll just keep going. I think the young center, Ridley Gregg, has has come in. Uh, you know, he had a good career in the Western Hockey League, and he has come in and, and uh, played a strong role for this team. Uh, I think he's done a very good job, and he's established himself as an NF- NFLer. Uh uh, I, I I just think that if you look at the, the situation they're in right now, the Senators are are looking at this. They got Josh Norris back from his shoulder injury, and, uh, and it will be interesting to see what happens. We'll be right back. Now, has this investigation and this suspension sparked fears among players or the NHLPA that the league could really be focusing on how players are conducting themselves in the online betting world or could be cracking down on, on you know, really paying attention and, and potentially catching others uh, in any malfeasance? Well, I, I, think it, um, I, think, I think that players are worried, right? I think the players, from what I was told on the weekend... Players are reaching out to their agents to find out what did Shane Pinto do? Because they know they don't want to do it themselves. And I, I think that, that that's the most telling thing. They're very, very concerned that that why did Shane Pinto get caught? I, I think that I honestly think that the league would have been better off in this situation to be transparent. You know, one of the things one of the things we we've seen in this is that, you know. Players are being told not to uh, not to share their passwords. I spoke to an agent on the weekend who had caught wind of this whole investigation and told his clients, you know those betting apps you have? Just delete them. Just delete them and get rid of them. Because one of the things that happened here was Pinto's app was flagged by a company that is a partner with the National Hockey League. And I spoke to an agent who told me, Dave, that the mere appearance of impropriety with a league partner, even if Pinto didn't bet on hockey, the league doesn't want that. And and you're right. It's so confusing. I mean, the Senators have bet way on their helmets and for home games. The, the, I think that, you know, the, the players, though, I think the players need to be provided with, with what Pinto did. Yeah. And do you feel like the message that the league is sending to players with this 41 game suspension is don't fool around, don't be careless with, with apps like this to really hammer home the message that we take this seriously and, and we don't want to run afoul or create a conflict of interest with, with these partners. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and I think one of the things I was told was that when, when Shane Pinto was uh, told to go back to New York because he had to meet with Gary Bettman um, regarding his betting account, one of the things I was told that Bettman told him in a face-to-face meeting was, Shane, I know you didn't bet on hockey, but I'm going to throw the book at you because uh, uh, I have to send a message here. And the message has to be put out there loud and clear that uh, that, you know, 
inappropriate betting of any sort is not allowed. And and I think the 41 games since since had some people in their in their in their dressing rooms across the league going, you know what? Uh, maybe I better find a new hobby other than my betting on NFL games on Sundays using the w- whatever app is available. You know, the the part of the issue is, I mean, it's so prevalent in our society, right? Like, I don't know if you use a betting app. I don't, but so I, I, because I really, in a lot of cases, don't know what odds mean. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, like, I mean, I know, I know several people who do use betting apps and, you know, one of one of my buddies uses betting apps, so we I gave him like fifty bucks, and we bet on the uh, and he placed bets on the the uh, PGA Championship for us because we were both going. So you know, made it watching a little more interesting. But as such, I, I think that that athletes are looking at it. Athletes are promoting betting. I think I think they all feel this is very acceptable. But I do believe they'll take a second look. Well, yeah, I was I was wondering what you feel this might say about the league's relationship with these betting services. As as mentioned, it's so prevalent. You can't make it through a hockey broadcast without seeing innumerable ads for various betting services. There's as you as you mentioned, the Sens have Betway on their helmet. There are like MGM Grand Betting. There's I know in Alberta, it's all run by the government. There's Play Alberta, but there's all of these online betting options. So what does an investigation like this and, a, and a, a penalty like this for a player, what does it say about the NHL's relationship to gambling and these apps, which have become essentially an integral part of the, the game experience for many fans? Well, and I think I think the bottom line is everybody thinks that's why the suspension is hypocritical, right? Because the, the people think the suspension is hypocritical because you allow bet way or or a fan duel or sport interaction to be a to be a partner in the league and um and then then you suspend somebody because of inappropriate gambling on one hand you're promoting it quite fiercely if you look at if you look at you know the the interactions that that they have with betting companies and like you say you can't turn on Saturday night without seeing you know, at least a betting segment. Yeah, I, I I think that people find the relationship very confusing. But I do believe that the National Hockey League, when it when when at at the mere smell of impropriety with Shane Pinto, thought they had to deal with this and deal with it fast because they can't afford to have many more cases like this. Well, and you can't afford to have like a P. Rose type case, right? That's right. No, you can't. Of course not. Well, you know, I, I guess we'll see what what else in what other information comes out about Shane Pinto's activities in in the coming weeks, and otherwise, we watch for his return to the NHL potentially early in 2024. Bruce, thanks for your time. Good to talk to you. Ten Three is produced by Sean Knox. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest Bruce Garriock. More from him at OttawaSun.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.